views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Back everybody, welcome back to the Why show. Why are you shocked? That's a great. You should tune. never expect anything less. Freddie Mercury, my man. Mm-hmm. That's it. John Donnelly joining us here today. Bite back, bite back for a cure. Uh, thanks to the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance folks and the Bite Back for a Cure campaign, we are sponsors of this campaign. We are here to get the word out. And for those of you that are listening to the show, if you are listening in a city. That has not had John drive through, ride through your city. If you have not had this happen in your city after today's show, we want to make sure you know how to call me. We are planning to bring John and bite back to the Seattle area, actually the uh, Pacific Northwest, as I'd like to say. More to follow on that. Uh, But this is an important and a serious message. Uh, John, I want to thank you for joining us here uh, to the show. And I know that uh, we have a short amount of time, so I want to just jump in by asking you to share a bit of your story, why you got involved in this, and what the heck are we doing with Bite Back for a Cure today? You are the man, John. You are the man. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. Um, the The journey has so far been amazing. Um, I, I got into this because I got very sick with Lyme disease. Um, both as a kid, and then I got very sick again during college. And like a lot of people who go through this illness, I was misdiagnosed, undiagnosed. People didn't know what to look for and ultimately became very sick. And, um, you know, I, I never really had much of a community or people to speak with about my illness. So after speaking with other patients, watching uh, my family members go through this illness, actually, both my parents, my younger sister, and my aunt have all suffered Lyme. I realize that, you know, what happened to me is pretty common in the Lyme disease world, and there just needs to be a lot more awareness about these diseases, uh, better diagnostics, and we got to start talking about it. So I came up with this idea to bike across America to raise awareness about Lyme disease and generate funding for new research that would be targeted at finding a 100% accurate diagnostic test Mm -hmm. and to listen to and share people's stories. And I partnered with Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, and we launched Bite Back for a Cure on Sunday, September 29th from the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. And I am right now in way eastern Colorado Mm. in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people don't know about us. When we decide to get on a passion and a mission, it doesn't matter where we do this from. I love that you're I'm in a parking lot. on a concrete lot. ramp in a, in a parking lot. <laughs> you know, when I was homeless at 17, I spent a lot of time in a parking lot, so I totally get it. Um, 
I, I give us a snapshot of where you've been and where you're going and what you have discovered so far. I bet I want to know if this turned out to be what you expected it to be. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but um, I started in San Francisco, went through the Bay Area, went through Yosemite, which was gorgeous, but really grueling. It was like 80 miles, almost all uphill, 11,000 feet of elevation gain. And then we went into uh, Nevada. So I I have a team out here, and we were sleeping, basically living out of the RV, sleeping like, you know, right next to three smelly older men. So um, (laughs) we had that. And that that was just bonding. And then um, from there, we uh, crossed into southern Utah. And southern Utah, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And... um, we did that, and then uh, finally we made it into Colorado, went through uh, Dolores, Telluride, mm-hmm. and then uh, most recently we were in Denver. And so far the, the trip has been really amazing. The truth that we keep finding again and again is everyone knows someone with Lyme disease. So right. even in the middle of nowhere, Nevada, we're stopping at a gas station, and this guy walks up to our RV, which is all decked out, in TBDA stickers, and he's like, my wife just found a tick on her three days ago. Mm. And, you know, we've also spoken with patients, and, you know, I'm going through some really beautiful areas. You know, Telluride, Colorado, it's amazing. And, you know, some of the stuff, you know, personally rewarding to get over that mountain, but ultimately it was all a little bit empty, because going into this, I really wanted to speak with the patients and Meeting with them over the weekend in Denver was um, really, it, it was inspirational, it was frustrating, it was saddening, and yeah. just kind of see what these diseases mm-hmm. can do to people um, and have someone share an intimate part of their life. Um, that was special, and I feel, feel very privileged to uh, be able to listen to them and share their stories. So it, it's been everything I could have hoped for, mm-hmm. and I've gotten such good feedback through social media um, with the videos that we put out and email and phone calls. And um, it's very easy to, to stay inspired during this trip, that's for sure. I have to tell you something. You know, you and I, uh, we go back. Let's go back. Let's take people on a journey for a minute. we got a couple of minutes before we have to break. I, I, let's go back for a minute. Maybe I'm even going to skip the break. How do you like that? I think we're going <laughs> to skip the break. we got too much to talk about. Um, Let's go back in time for a little bit. And I need to do this because I don't know if you've noticed, it's gotten pretty fashionable to talk about Lyme disease these days. And, you know, it reminds me a little bit of something of, yes, there's good news to that. Because with that, we get to have a conversation now that gets the attention of government. I mean, I'm starting to see in the government now. You know, I forget where it was, upstate New York. They're going to put a panel together. These folks in Connecticut, the attorney general is now holding some of those folks accountable for their guidelines yep. they put to the forefront. This did not happen overnight. Yes, we're getting a lot of mainstream media, Katie Couric, Dr. Horowitz. But I got to tell you, people like you and me and Chloe and and certainly, you know, we're talking about Limelight Radio. And we're talking about Katina and many, many others. And my listeners listening to this show, when you say Lyme disease, they get it now. But in the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest, I will tell you that in 2004, 
They wouldn't even consider us for a CDC test, by the way. Guess why? Because we didn't have ticks in Washington state. Thanks to Dr. Darvis and thanks to the, you know, us doing this on radio, we've been able to turn that around. How do you how do you summarize and, and capture this in your own personal journey that you've been facing? How, how do you capture this? Are you excited about it? Do you think there's more to learn? What do, what do you make of all of this now? And especially you and the folks at Tickborne Disease Alliance for getting out there and saying we are not going to go quietly into the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm realizing just how prevalent these diseases are across the United States. And it's like every other person I speak to, they, they realize just how pernicious and serious these diseases can be. And so, for whatever reason, um, people are reluctant to speak about it, have been in the past. But it, it definitely does feel like we're reaching a tipping point right now. Mm-hmm. I know when we got together in Martha's Vineyard, I think like two days later, the CDC came out and said there's actually 300,000 yep. cases of Lyme disease. Yep. Yep. So, um, we're speaking about this issue. You, you have your show. I'm doing my bike ride at a very important time for the Lyme disease community. Yep. So I, I really want to get this right, you know, yep. and uh, make sure we take advantage of this momentum. Let me tell you something. Like. Let me tell you something. The minute that you agreed to yourself and the world that you would become a spokesperson and an advocate, you got it right. All the rest mm-hmm. is into the divine hands. The minute you said that I have the courage as a young man, uh, and uh, Chloe, we'd love to get a hold of Chloe, both of you, young, two young people, stepping out in the world and saying, you know what, we're going to move beyond the stigma of this. We're going to be move beyond the lack of understanding. We're going to move beyond whatever else comes out there about what people say we have and we don't have. And you came out and did this, John. Yep. You're already you're already ahead of the curve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, uh, yeah. it's like the difference between the Seattle Seahawks three years ago and today. They're <laughs> winning. Um, I want to ask you: What are some of the stories? What have people shared with you? Well, different stories. So we spoke mm. with a woman in Denver who was misdiagnosed with MS for several years, basically told she was never going to get better, was never even thought to be tested for Lyme disease. And um, I just find, you know, the patients I meet with, they um, contradict what widely accepted um, information medical research suggests. So, um, for instance, when I was going into Colorado, everyone told me, you know, there is no... There is no documented case of Lyme disease from Colorado. Mm-hmm. And it just seems odd to me that deer <laughs> surround bordering states and that they wouldn't go into Colorado. I mean, Lyme disease exists all over the place. So I think it's just um, it's breaking. It's kind of, you know, contradicting what has been out there for many years. And, um, you know, some of these stories are really heartbreaking, Mm -hmm. but all inspiring because I I realize, you know, what I'm doing right now hopefully is making a difference Mm -hmm. and it's encouraging other people to be open about what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think that you're right about that. When you hear a story like that from someone and and on and the other thing I do want to talk about is what's now hitting the headlines, John. I know you must have seen a bit of it. 
what's now hitting the headlines, especially with the walk that happened in San Diego, what's now hitting the headlines are the people that have died, that have that have left this earth because they could not get the care and they and, and the help. Um, certainly mm-hmm. a friend of mine that was in the film Under Our Skin, she was two weeks away from coming out here to see Dr. Darvish and others and getting some help, right? Because she couldn't get it in Minnesota. And yeah. uh, went to sleep one night and didn't wake up. Because what people don't realize is, you know, these, these I like to call them, you know, these little travelers in our body, they hit your heart and bam, there yeah. you go. Um, and so what do you make of the deaths that are now starting to come to the forefront, the media that's now saying, oh, my God, this young man passed away. And how did you live yeah. with your own mortality, John? I, I think it's forcing people to address the issue now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's. It's horrible that that this had to happen. It's really it, it's awful. Um, it's just the, the truth is, there's probably more about these diseases that we don't know mm-hmm. than we do know, and that's a very scary thing. Mm. Let's talk about the folks that are that you're uh, partnering with at Tick-Borne Disease Alliance for a minute. Yeah, they're an advocacy group in yep. New York City, um, really an amazing group. And I approached them with this idea, and they, they were ready to turn it into the real thing with uh, real people and all the logistics. So they've been amazing so far, and they're very much focused on advocating for patients' rights. Um, you know, this can be a very lonely disease for patients. You kind of mm-hmm. feel like you're you're on your own. So um, they know how difficult that process Raising awareness is also big for the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance and funding research that leads to a 100% accurate diagnostic test. Mm-hmm. Um, that's critical. They feel like that's pretty much the linchpin to making a meaningful difference in this fight. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've, I've been very well supported by them, mm-hmm. and uh, they've done an amazing job, you know, running with this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's tell folks how they can find out. Uh, let's give them a website about you and also about our friends at uh, Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. Let's make sure we mm-hmm. all know how to get a hold of the right people, get information, and so forth. Exactly. Yeah, so you can go to tbdalliance.org. That's TBD as in Tick-Borne Disease Alliance.org. And then all of the stuff that we're releasing through social media you can find on Facebook. So you can just search Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, and I'm doing video blogs every day and uh, have so far, you know, gotten some very good responses. And uh, that's kind of how I'm communicating with people. And then you can also find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, tweet at PBDA or at me, um, John Donnelly. Okay. And that is, what's the best place on Facebook? Sorry? What's your best place on Facebook? What's your Facebook book tag for people? Um, Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. Great. Um, I want to talk a little bit about where you've been since the kickoff that I was at, Linda was at, we were at, uh, Katina was at, and Martha's Vineyard. And, and please, I got to take my hat off right here to Dr. Ronnie DeLuce and Dr. Enid Haller. And those folks mm-hmm. on Martha's Vineyard. And the reason I, I, I'm doing this is because Massachusetts 
not only doesn't allow the practice of natural medicine, but they just have recently come out to make sure it is banned. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's one thing to live in the Pacific Northwest like I do, especially in the state of Washington. I, I have to tell you, I am so blessed to live in one of the most progressive states in this country. Mm-hmm. And to live here with some of the most extraordinary doctors, Bastyr University, doctors, both MDs and NDs, that have said, we are going to fight this thing. Dr. Dar- Darvish, Dr. Mara, uh, Dr. Marty, are the people out here. But in Massachusetts, to be a Dr. Ronnie and a Dr. Enid and to do what they're doing to fight this disease against all the odds, against the, the profession out there, I mean... What courage does that take, John? Yeah, that's, huh? that, that's pretty amazing. Oh, my gosh. So tell us, tell us where you're going next. Next, we're heading into Kansas. So uh, we're going to be meeting with Kansas' Kansas uh, Lyme Disease Support Group, and they're in Lawrence, Kansas. So they, they have a pretty big group there. Mm-hmm. We'll be meeting with those patients, um, filming their stories, and then sharing them with everyone. So we just had a really good weekend in Denver, and I think it's going to be a bit of a lonely stretch on Route 36 as we uh, head to Lawrence, Kansas, and then uh, the Kansas City area. I want to ask you, what have you learned? What have you learned I've since learned you started so much this? from people. Um, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, I, like I'm even realizing myself, you know, certain beliefs mm-hmm. that I've held about states mm-hmm. since a very early age yeah. um, that were pretty limiting, and I didn't even experience it. I just kind of wrote some states off, like Nevada. Who would have known Nevada was one of the most beautiful places I've seen? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then I kind of see how that parallels uh, what's happened with the Lyme disease debate. You know, uh, a lot of it's belief system and theory, and it's accepted as fact. And uh, just seeing how damaging uh, limiting definition can be. And really, um, the only way you can fully understand some things are by experiencing them. Mm -hmm. So right now, you know, the research is lacking. Um, there's insufficient evidence. What we do know is a large population of people are suffering after the recommended dosage of antibiotics, and we need to listen to these people, those who have experienced this disease. I want to ask you this other question. I mean, you're meeting people of all ages, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there a difference in the message? You know, what are they telling you about their journey? Are they hopeful? Are they able to rise up now? I think so. I mean, I think it's very difficult to uh, articulate what you're going through at that mm-hmm. age, yep. um, e- even understanding what's happening. So uh, I I, I've met, um, you know, they're suffering with all these various symptoms, but they mm-hmm. don't really know what's going on with them, and right. they don't really understand what it means to uh, have a normal life. Mm-hmm. So um, this is something that's going to affect future generations if we don't 
increase awareness and, um, you know, do, do more research um, mm-hmm. to get a better handle on these diseases. Yeah. One of the things that I'm really discovering, and I just want you to, you know, just want you to, you know, kind of kind of hear from me. I think we all come about this from different points of view. Um, one of the things that I'm discovering in my own healing journey and my traveling, and this is something that, you know, we've chatted a bit about, right? We've talked about mm-hmm. how can we get the attention of the pharmaceutical companies, right? You know, what yep. is it that's going to get their attention? Well, there's a contingency group that has been very, very successful uh, and especially now fine-tuning or honing in at some of the treatments that's used for rheumatoid arthritis. Now, the rheumatoid arthritis people don't want to talk about that, but when you take a look at something like a drug like methotrexate, which we all know is highly, highly toxic, and we look at that in combination with natural health, right, we find something Mm -hmm. amazing happens to those little co-infections and those other things. And it's the perfect marriage now with natural medicine and a pharmaceutical company. And I thought to myself, isn't this interesting that we are on the precipice of maybe getting some research and documentation done on this that would sort of flag a signal that would get the attention of enormous funding? Now, I'm not big around pharmaceuticals, but I am Mm -hmm. very big on to stop the debts and the people that are suffering from this invisible-to-the-world disease. And I want to thank you. I mean, isn't that incredible to have that sort of nugget now, like rise up in the back of some some doctor's mind, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. And I'm really hoping that we can keep building off of this. Um, We're only about halfway through the journey, Mm -hmm. and it's all building up. Hmm. Okay. So how do you wrap up the tour in this leg of it for yourself? Um, well, you know, we're out, we're out of the mountains now. Uh-huh. So the, the toughest physical challenges that I will experience on this trip are probably in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the most gorgeous views I'll see on the trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe those were in Colorado mm-hmm. and um, the Utah area. And now the tone changes. It's all about the patients. Mm-hmm. It's all about the people who suffer with this disease. Um, that was my vision from the, the day that I decided I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, I hope I can be, you know, a, a carrier, so to speak, of, of people's stories. Yep. Um, so I think that's where the focus goes now, um, that the people who are suffering with, this, with these diseases and giving them a voice. Well, I hope that we can sit down and talk about how we can continue this. I know that there's a wrap-up period for this, but there's so many more places for you to go and the folks that are part of this at uh, Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. There's so many places. I know we're talking about the Pacific Northwest. I know one of the things I'm thinking of, I'm going to give you a little tip about it. I don't want you to get all crazy and uh, scared, but we do a bicycle run from Seattle to Portland. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's called the STP around here. That's, that's what they dub right. it. That's right. When is that, Benny? Do we know when the I STP is? I have to get the date is? on that okay. for you. I don't have it. We're, that's part of what we're going to be conjuring up for you. What do you think about I that? It. I love it. I think I can handle that. Okay, but I'm I'm going to, I started to do some spinning, just so you know, so I could do it too. I started awesome. to do my spinning. 
All right. I don't have a fancy bike, but you know what? I'll just attach myself to yours. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) John, thank you so much. What would you like to say? Personal message. Um, personal message to everyone who's following this campaign. Um, just keep inspiring me. Um, keep, uh, supporting this ride. And it's all very encouraging. So, um, that, that would be my message. We are right there with you. And we will talk soon with you again. Uh, one more time, give us your Facebook, please. We can go to, they can get us, uh, get you at Tickborne Disease Alliance on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. just uh, search Tickborne Disease Alliance. Yep, let's get on Facebook, let's get on Twitter, let's send the likes, and let's support John and the team. Thank you so much, John. We'll see you next time. Get your shift together with Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden Saturday, November 16th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Seattle Center for Spiritual Living for this collaboration between two of the most inspiring teachers highlighting their unique paths as they explore the latest scientific studies and how this information can empower you during this critical period of our history. Making a difference in the world starts with you. To register, go to joedispenza.com events. That's joedispenza.com events. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry. And they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Bite Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit BiteBackForACure.org. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. 
Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Shocker Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, the arts, education, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit thedrjulieshow.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. You are listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. <laughs> 